Welcome to the Finding True Health Podcast. Are you ready to reject diet culture without rejecting your health? Do you want to feel a sense of peace around food and your body while also creating habits that will help you feel your best each day? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian, a committed follower of Jesus Christ, and a middle-aged mom. Not long ago, I felt like I was at war with my body. I believed I needed to reach some arbitrary goal weight to be healthy and happy. But one day, God helped me realize that I was focused on the wrong thing. So I began to treat my body with the love and respect it deserves through both my thoughts and my actions. And that new focus has made all of the difference. Now I love helping other women find true health for themselves so they can enjoy more energy, better moods, and greater peace in their own lives. I'm excited to get started, so let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Summer's about halfway over. I hope you're having a great one. We've had some ups and some downs, but mostly ups. It's been good. Yesterday, though, I did go swimming with my children and got a pretty bad sunburn. I completely forgot to put on sunscreen. So my shoulders are feeling quite tender (laughs) and I had a hard time sleeping last night. But other than that, things are going well. We're enjoying our summer and I hope you are enjoying yours. I'm excited for our topic today. I feel like I hear this phrase fairly often from women. I hear something along the lines of, you know, I am I want to get healthy, I want to improve my habits, but I'm just too lazy. I'm too lazy to exercise, I'm too lazy to meal prep or to change my habits in some other way. And I even catch myself having similar thoughts about myself sometimes. In fact, just a few weeks ago, I recall having a particularly hard time over the course of a few days, kind of getting myself to do some things that I normally just do and don't think much about and don't really have an issue with because they've just kind of become habits and routines that I do every day. Things like exercising and cleaning my house and making dinner. And for some reason, those things all felt really hard and I was struggling to get them done. And and I caught myself having some of these types of thoughts and getting so frustrated by my perceived laziness. Maybe you even grew up being told that you were lazy and that's why you've adopted that story. Maybe when you didn't feel like doing something hard or you weren't naturally inclined to be a certain way, then someone in your life called you lazy or maybe you just gave yourself that title. So let's really unpack what's going on here. What's, what's going on when we call ourselves lazy? First of all, as we talk about often in this podcast, it's really important to remember that thoughts are just thoughts. They are not facts. I'm too lazy is a thought. And if you were on trial in a courtroom, I don't suspect that anybody could prove that you are too lazy. Different people are going to have different ideas about what lazy even means, what it looks like to be too lazy, etc., etc. So if I'm too lazy is just a thought, then the first thing we need to do is ask, is that thought serving me? Is it helping me get closer to my goals? Does it help me feel hopeful and motivated? Or does it make me discouraged and hopeless? And is this a thought that I want to keep? I want to remind you that our brains are super powerful and they like to be right. (laughs) In fact, they like to be right more than they like to help us achieve our long-term goals. So if we've been believing this thought for a while, the I'm too lazy thought, our brains are going to look for ways to make that thought true. 
we're going to feel and act lazy more often, and we're going to be even more resistant to creating healthy habits because our brain wants to believe the story that you've been telling it, that you're lazy. It wants to be right. So let's say that you don't feel like this thought is serving you and and you don't want to keep it. So what do we do now? Let's go ahead and play around with the I'm too lazy thought a little bit more and see if we can kind of loosen it up in your mind and and see different ways of looking at that. The first thing I want you to ask after you ask, is this serving me, is, is this thing that I'm calling laziness really laziness at all? Or is it something else? Most of the definitions I could find of lazy say that it's when we are unwilling to work or use energy. So ask yourself, am I really unwilling to do such and such goal or such and such behavior right now? Or am I simply struggling with maybe some motivation? Maybe I'm feeling really stressed or overwhelmed or tired. Maybe I've just gotten into this habit of negative self-talk and can't seem to get out. There could be any number of emotions that you might be interpreting as laziness, but it's not real true laziness. Perhaps you are just working so hard in other areas of your life that you simply don't have the energy to put towards your health goals. Maybe you're just plain tired. You're not getting enough sleep. Maybe you're not getting enough food or downtime or rest. I had someone tell me recently that they just feel so lazy because when they get home from work, they just want to lie around the house instead of going to the gym. (laughs) And I was like, of course you don't feel like putting on your gym clothes and then driving to the gym and exerting a lot of energy while working out and then driving home and then getting cleaned up after having already worked a full day at work. It's completely natural that you would be feeling that way. But they were just so quick to label it as laziness. Or I talk with other people who maybe aren't feeding themselves enough throughout the day, and then they say they feel too lazy to work on a new healthy behavior. And again, I say, of course you don't feel like working on your habits when your body doesn't even have enough fuel to support normal everyday functions. It definitely doesn't have enough energy and fuel to work on creating new habits and behaviors. Also, if you happen to be in a larger body, remember that many everyday things are harder for you to do than they would be for someone in a smaller body. It simply takes more energy to move around throughout the day, to get up and down, to just move your body. And so there's a good chance that you are just naturally going to be more tired than maybe your coworker or your spouse or sister or somebody who might be in a smaller body. So please give yourself some empathy and some grace there. Also, if you have chronic pain, that also takes a lot of energy to handle. Pain can be so, so draining. I have a lot more empathy for people that deal with chronic pain since I've had my own health issues over the past year or so that have come with a lot of pain, and I know that it can be so draining emotionally, mentally, physically. It can just be exhausting. So the thought of trying to get yourself to do something hard on top of the already hard thing that your body's doing all day long with managing your pain, sometimes all night long as well, it's a lot. So once again, you have got to give yourself some compassion if this is your situation. I'm hoping to do a whole podcast episode on chronic pain in the future, so stay tuned for that. And maybe the things that you're having a hard time getting yourself to do where you feel like you're being lazy are just due to some habitual patterns that you've developed. 
just some habits and behaviors that are going to take some time to change. So I really invite you to take a hard look at your expectations. Are you expecting yourself to be superhuman, to never get tired, to have endless energy like a machine or a robot, to always have the motivation to do hard things, to be able to change lifelong habits with the snap of your fingers? If so, you definitely have some major perfectionistic or maybe some black and white thinking going on here, my friend. And you need to set some more realistic expectations for yourself. Once again, taking into account your life circumstances, any health issues, or maybe other challenges going on in your life, give yourself the benefit of the doubt here and be realistic. And here's another newsflash for you. Everyone feels lazy at times. Feeling lazy is a normal human experience. We all have our off days. We all have moments of what you could call laziness where we don't feel like using energy on something that's not enjoyable or pleasurable, where we might even have plenty of energy, but we just don't want to use it on a particular task or trying to achieve a particular goal. Now, some people might be better at overcoming or overriding that part of their brain that's just seeking for pleasure, probably because they've practiced and worked on it. Or maybe it comes more naturally for some than for others, but that does not mean that it's a character flaw if it doesn't come naturally for you, or if it takes a little more effort to overcome and override that part of your brain. The real key is not letting those moments define us. Lazy is not a character trait. It's a feeling or emotion or sometimes simply a thought. And a lot of times we automatically jump to, if I don't feel like doing this thing that my higher brain knows would be beneficial to me and would benefit me in the long run, if I don't feel like doing that in the moment, then I must be lazy. But what if there are other options? What if we think something like, you know, I really don't want to do that right now. I guess it means I'm a human being with a human brain that wants me to be comfortable and to exert as little effort as possible because my primary goal is survival and my brain wants me to seek as much pleasure as possible and that's just how I'm wired. It's how everybody is wired. So look at me being a human again. Part of me wonders if when we say, well, I'm just too lazy, sometimes that's being used as an excuse to stay stuck where we are. Again, we know that that lower part of our brain wants to seek pleasure and to avoid pain, and it's constantly trying to find excuses to get you to just stay comfortable. And if you've been telling yourself and believing the story that you're just lazy and there's nothing you can do about it, and it's end of discussion, case closed, I guess we better just not even try anymore, then that's all the excuse that your brain needs to keep you stuck where you are. So just be on to yourself, be on to your brain. And if that thought is coming up a lot for you, then really take a close look at it, examine it, and try and figure out what's really going on. What's going on in your body? What's going on with your thoughts and emotions? Are you just using that thought as an excuse to stay where you are? But on the other hand, I want to throw a crazy idea out there. (laughs) What if being lazy isn't always a bad thing? There's this huge stigma around the word lazy. We use it to insult people, to try and shame people into being, quote, productive or hardworking. 
But I know, especially with women, a lot of times they have a really hard time taking time for self-care and for relaxation and downtime. And maybe being lazy is exactly what they need in the moment. Maybe you look back over your day and you realize, you know what? It's been a long day. I think I really do just need some time to rest. And I'm just going to sit here and be lazy. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no guilt or judgment or shame that comes along with that. And we realize that in that moment, being lazy is exactly what we need. And it is an act of self-care. Maybe being lazy just means that you're going to take some time to rest and relax and do something enjoyable. We're really not meant to push, push, push ourselves all day long. It's just not how our bodies and our minds are wired. We need periods of rest and downtime. And so if you want to call it lazy, then fine. Just take the judgment and the stigma out of it and tell yourself right now, I want to rest and be lazy. Since the definition of lazy is simply being unwilling to work or exert our energy at times, I see nothing wrong with that. I see nothing wrong with being unwilling to use our energy at times because sometimes we might want to save that energy for later or we've already used up most of our energy for the day. So there's just a couple of different ways that you can think about that phrase of I'm too lazy. So I like to give you some real like practical and tactical tips you can try out if you ever find yourself struggling in an area. So in this area where you're feeling like, I'm just too lazy, you don't like how it's making you feel, you want to make some sort of change, what can you do in that moment? Well, I want to give you four different, I guess, steps, if you will, for what to do when you are feeling lazy. The first step is to check in with your body. Ask yourself if you truly just need to rest or if this feeling really is worth pushing through. And of course, if the answer is you need to rest, then please do it. Give yourself that permission to rest without any guilt. The second step is to reframe your thoughts if needed. Remind yourself that maybe you're feeling tired or unmotivated at the moment, but that doesn't define who you are. It doesn't mean that you're a lazy person. This isn't a character flaw. A lot of times I like to use the method of trying to find evidence against the thoughts that aren't useful just to kind of prove that thought wrong. So if the thought is I'm lazy, you can find evidence against that thought. So you can think about how, well, actually this morning I did that thing that took a lot of energy and effort. So obviously I'm not lazy. And last week I went on that hike and I worked a full eight hour shift today and I made dinner two days ago or, you know, find evidence to prove your brain wrong. And then it's going to have a harder time believing that thought that I'm lazy. A lot of women I talk to really struggle with finding the motivation to exercise and feeling like they're too lazy to get more movement into their day. Maybe they feel fine physically, like they have plenty of energy at the time that they want to exercise, but they've got this mental block. And a lot of times it's because they've used exercise as a punishment in the past or maybe as a way to try to earn their food or earn their worth. And so mentally and emotionally, the thought of exercising just drains them. If this is you or maybe you have a similar block with some other habit that you're trying to create, just know that you have a really good reason for not wanting to do the thing that you wish you could get yourself to do. And as we've discussed in past podcast episodes, we all have different food stories and different body stories 
that play into our resistance for creating healthier habits. And so maybe reminding yourself of some of those things can help show your brain that, no, this isn't laziness. This is just because of these past experiences that I'm feeling this way. So in those cases, you could work on trying to reframe your thoughts about whatever it is you're trying to get yourself to do. So instead of thinking of exercise as a form of punishment or this necessary evil that you're forced to do, then try thinking of it as just a helpful form of self-care, a way to get some alone time, as a way to increase endorphins and those natural feel-good chemicals, as a way to try a fun new hobby like dancing or a new sport. Try to reframe how you're thinking about the, the behavior you're trying to get yourself to do. Positive self-talk really has a huge effect on our moods and our motivation levels. So if possible, if you can try and reframe these thoughts in a more positive way, then that's that can be really helpful. Also taking a moment just to kind of remind yourself of your goals and maybe some of your deeper motivations for why you're trying to do these behaviors can be a quick way to get your brain into a different mindset as well and to kind of push through those feelings of resistance or what you might be interpreting as laziness. But other times, instead of resisting or maybe trying to talk yourself out of that thought or trying to reframe it to be more positive, sometimes the best thing to do is to just accept it. (laughs) You can even say something like, yep, right now I'm feeling lazy. And You don't need to turn this into a statement about you as a person or about your character. Just look at it as it truly is, that this is just a moment that you don't feel like doing that thing that you wish that you could get yourself to do. You can even say right now, I'm just not in the mood to do such and such. And I'm feeling a little bit lazy. I'm feeling like I don't want to push myself. I'm feeling kind of like I don't want to exert energy in that area or work on that goal or that habit at this time. Okay. So now what? (laughs) We don't have to make it a big deal. We don't have to make it all dramatic. We just notice it and accept it and look at it in a really neutral light. We talked about accepting emotions instead of resisting them in our episode last week on emotional eating. So you might want to go back and listen to that if you haven't already. So let's say that you've checked in with your body. You've checked in with your thoughts. Maybe you've had to reframe some thoughts or You've just accepted the fact that you're feeling lazy right now and you've asked yourself now what and you really feel that the best or the most useful thing to do would be to push yourself in that moment and try to push through that lazy feeling and get yourself, you want to get yourself to do the thing that you feel like your laziness is holding you back from. In this case, the next step would be to find ways to work with your brain as much as possible instead of against it. In this type of a moment, your brain is in this lower, that lower state. It's in that monkey brain mindset of just wanting to seek pleasure, to avoid work and pain. So we want to make it as easy as possible for our brain to get out of that and to kind of switch gears into that higher brain. But if you go from the state of, I really just want to stay here on the couch and relax to no, no, I really need to get up and go clean the whole garage right now. (laughs) That's a really hard leap for your brain to make, and it's going to really resist that. It's going to feel so much harder to get yourself up and moving if you put that sort of an expectation on yourself. 
But if we want to take advantage of the state that we know our brain is in in that moment, then the best strategy is to tell your brain we're just going to take one small step. You can try what I like to call a micro habit or a starter step or a scaled back habit. These are all habit hacks and techniques that lead to kind of a just taking a baby step. You can say, you know what? I really would like to stay here and continue watching TV, but the garage needs to get cleaned. I'm just going to go out and put away five things in the garage. And that's it. Or if we're talking about a healthy habit, maybe it's, you know, I really don't feel like going and creating that meal plan for the entire month or chopping up those 10 pounds of vegetables for my meal prep or whatever it is. So you can say, I'm just going to go and chop up one carrot, just get a little bit closer to my meal prep goal. Or I'm just going to go and I'm going to plan one meal for next week. Or if you're trying to get some movement into your day, you can say, I'm just going to go for a quick five-minute walk around the block. Or I'm going to pop in my earbuds and just jog for one song. Or do a plank during one commercial. Or do five push-ups. Just a small little step to get yourself moving that feels not as easy as just staying, sitting on the couch, but it's not that hard. And your brain is like, eh, all right, we can handle that. It's not going to resist that too much. And then once you're finished with that micro habit, that small step, then you can sit back down and you can be proud of yourself for at least doing something. Something is better than nothing. And any progress is worth celebrating. But my guess is, and what I find with myself usually, is that once you get going, you realize, okay, like my brain was making this much more dramatic than it really is. It was making this a bigger deal than it needs to be. And I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to put away five more things in the garage. I'm going to cut up a couple more vegetables. I'm going to walk for another five minutes, uh, plan another few meals for next week. And it's not going to be as hard to just keep going. Really getting started is usually the hardest part. And once you start, then momentum starts taking over. And a lot of times you naturally want to increase the duration or the intensity of whatever it is that you're already doing. Now, you can't go into this planning on like trying to trick your brain. <laughs> it's going to know if you're, you're telling it, we're just going to go walk for five minutes, but really you mean 30 minutes. And it has to be an honest, really small step. And again, you need to be okay if that truly is all you do and be, be proud of yourself for that. Because again, the hardest part is just getting up and going. And you did that. You did the hardest part. So that deserves a pat on the back and definitely doesn't deserve you criticizing yourself and making fun of yourself for only doing this little task and not the bigger one that you were hoping that you could do. And then another kind of part to this step, or you could call it a step in its own, is that if possible, it's also really helpful when your brain is in this state of just wanting to relax and be lazy. If you can find a way to make whatever you're struggling to do more enjoyable. I did an, a podcast episode on ways to make movement more enjoyable back in episode number 63. So if movement is the thing that you seem to struggle with the most, you might want to go listen to that episode. But just finding any way to make the task more enjoyable, again, is going to lower the resistance of your brain to actually get yourself to do that thing. Maybe you could find a new recipe that you'd really enjoy making or eating. If you're trying to get yourself to eat more nutrient-dense foods, find ways to make them taste more delicious. If you're trying to drink more water, go buy yourself a really beautiful water bottle that you enjoy carrying around, things like that. 
things that just help naturally lower that resistance in your brain. All right. So that is all I have for you today. Just a quick recap of those points we went over of what to do if you're struggling with feelings of laziness is to, first of all, check in with your body. See if you just really need to rest. Second, reframe your thoughts and or accept them if needed. Number three, take one small step forward. And then number four, if possible, find a way to make that task more enjoyable. It can also always be really helpful if you find an accountability partner or a community to join that has similar goals as you. Just surrounding yourself with like-minded people can provide the necessary support and the motivation sometimes you need to keep going even on days that you're feeling kind of more lazy. So if you'd like, we would love to have you over in our online community over at Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash finding true health. There should be a link down in the show notes as well for that. And please just always, always remember that laziness is a temporary state. It is not a reflection of your worth or your ability or your character. So please be kind to yourself. Use any moments that you might be struggling with laziness as an opportunity for growth rather than a source of guilt or shame or an excuse for why you can't improve your healthy habits and behaviors because you absolutely can. You are not too lazy. Thanks so much for joining me today, friend. I hope you have a great one and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you'd like help implementing what we've talked about today more fully into your life, come check out my self-paced program at healththroughhabits.com. You'll use the science and tools of habit formation to help transform your health and your mindset so that you can enjoy finding true health for yourself. I hope to work with you soon.